0: Hey, what's going on? This is Alexander. You're listening to Good Listeners. I couldn't remember the name of the show for a second. This is episode one. Um, if you didn't, I, I mean, I guess it's, I'll tell you. This is a show where I want to interview, not musicians, but I want to interview listeners, people who listen to music. I want to know um, stories about what music's important to them and why. Um, so that's what this is. Today, I spoke to... Well, I recorded this couple... I recorded it yesterday, actually. I talked to my mother, Anna Rocks. She's been, uh, I... She's great. She's been around for me all my life. Can't thank her enough. And, uh, we had an interesting... I hope it's interesting. I thought it was good. Conversation about music. Um of music she likes and how kind of music that i like that she doesn't like i don't know who cares this episode's pretty good go ahead listen to it and then you can then you can write me an email and tell me how much it sucked that's fun right so uh why don't we just get right into it
1: not curious yet. okay
0: this is funny this is a weird way to talk to each other. Yeah. So
1: maybe I can clean the window get, while I
0: talk to you. Let's let's. What's the down low here? We're in we're separate, separate rooms. Room. Mom, Mom. Cl- cleaning the uh the window. I'm gonna
1: Windex this sliding glass door because I yeah. I have to look through it. It's gonna be clean. Yeah. Okay. That's what we're doing.
0: Um watch anything good on TV lately?
1: Hmm. Well, you know, every night I watch Tucker. Of and course. I watch the five. But anything yeah, good five hasn't been well. It eh, it's been alright. I watch every now and again. But I've been watching, although I'm not caught up, the impeachment, um true crime, is that what it is? The call. Anyway, no, the about Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the same series, like the O.J. Simpson and the Versace.
0: The People story. Versus.
1: Yeah. Um, it's good so far, but I gotta get caught up.
0: So that's been interesting. All yeah, right, what about what, you? Me, nothing really. I'm re-watching yeah. stuff. What did I yeah. watch? Oh, I watched a documentary about The Doors. That was pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah. Had you seen that before?
0: No, it's cool. Oh.
1: I didn't Very realize sad. that Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp was the...
0: He narrated oh, it. that was funny? Yeah. never knew that. Anyways, I, uh, what we're talking about, what this is all about, is I want to talk to people about not only music, but their personal experience with music. I want to talk about, ask you about, um, see what I can elicit from you, just asking mm-hmm. you about certain times... And uh, certain times with music, so I think very important. First question is: Do you remember the first time you branched out from the parents the, the from the music your parents were listening to? What's What's mm-hmm. that like? What's that? What kind of music is that?
1: Well, let me think about that. So when we were growing up, maybe until maybe I was like seven or eight-ish. We didn't listen to the radio, we didn't listen to, we didn't really listen to music, we didn't watch TV, we didn't watch movies, Um, we didn't have a television for a very long time. Anyway, all that to say, I think probably the first time I listened to music that wasn't like Christian music was just like in my house listening to the radio around the house. Um,
0: So what year is that?
1: So, saying like mid eighties, I remember listening to on the like. So, okay, so the time that would be would be like when Julian Lennon came out with his, Whoa. you know, one single. So, what year would that be? Let's look. Like, Julian yeah, like, Lennon,
0: eighty four. It's
1: like early eighties, yeah. Oh, he's not even in the. Anyway, yeah, like that kind of music, 84. really poppy music.
0: I had a story about about, um, not Julian, but the other one. What's his name? Sean. Sean. And he said that um, he got in a fight once and he was like, he'd never fought before. And he was immediately like a super ninja because he's Asian. And like, he didn't even know how to fight before. And he was immediately really good at it. How could that be true? Well, that's what he said. Well, he said it okay. was like instinctual. Okay. Um,
1: well, wait, I just looked it up. The song, the Julian Lennon song that I'm thinking of,
0: yeah. I don't know how
1: many other songs he had that anyone would know, but Too Late for Goodbyes, it came out in 1984. So I would say that's, that's my I first said, memory. That's by the way. It is. So that's yeah. my first memory of listening to music that my parents didn't put on.
0: Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, I haven't recorded this podcast before. So when you give me an answer, I don't really know what to do with it at this point. (laughs) Well. But. uh,
1: So from there, let's see. So radio. Oh, well, you know, around that same time, my brother, so my older brother is the one that really got into music first. Yeah. And he brought home, he had a old-school boombox, silver boombox. And he brought in um, Bruce Springsteen's Tunnel of Love. Whoa. He had a Huey Lewis in the news tape. Um, And then we had a record player. He brought home... um, Oh, what's the boy band that was Bobby Brown, all of them?
0: I don't know, honestly.
1: Um, I'm I'm forgetting their name. Bobby Brown. Let's look him up. It'll come up. I'm sure. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> new edition.
0: Oh. So new edition okay, have...
1: was the guys that ended up making up Bill, Bill, Devoe, Bobby Brown. Um, that was like totally different stuff because it was uh, a boy band but they were uh, different music that we didn't listen to
0: yeah so then that was new you ended up uh, you told me about that uncle jack went to college and he would come back and bring you new music that yes So, so that's what it really picked up like he and i were three and
1: a half years apart, and boy and girl, so yeah, and very different from each other. So we didn't have a lot in common. I was mostly like I was mostly just like an annoying little sister.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: what we did end up agreeing on and bonding over was music.
0: That's so really he would cool. come
1: home, yeah, so he would come home from college with, well, did he ever come home? He came home having just listened to the rolling stones one time like and he would come home late you know whoever was coming home would bring him home so he wouldn't come home at dinner time he'd come home while we were sleeping and he'd come (laughs) in and he'd wake everybody up and we'd put music on and he'd dance in the living room with my mom like when he found the pixies they brought the pixies home and we listened to that in the middle of the night um he and i were always big rem fans he up at college he would go to the um music stores and get all the singles with the cool b-sides Whoa. um yeah so that's where i started to really like get into music not it wasn't just like you know music from the radio yeah. um, but but i will say my mom bought me my first tapes like cassette tapes of my own
0: oh yeah well surprisingly
1: well you you know nana okay yeah so this is surprising. She bought me Madonna's True Blue. Whoa. Right? It has like Papa Don't Preach on it. Yeah. Very risque. And then um, Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. Oh, okay. I mean, just the title of the album. Oh, really? I mean, as a kid, I didn't know what that meant.
0: Huh. So,
1: you know. <laughs> and like some of the songs on that. Um, was like um, a song about a runaway oh no that was an Aerosmith song trying to think of a Bon Jovi song oh no she's a little runaway that was Bon Jovi yeah yeah Um, so you know not music that I would pick for my kid to listen to but for whatever reason I think she maybe had a she liked them maybe she had a crush on John Bon Jovi I think yeah maybe and also we were in this um, we went to a church where they suggested that we not listen to secular music and watch TV and stuff, and we didn't for a long time. And then yeah. I think na- Nana just had rebelliousness in her. This is my yeah. this is my take on how things went. This is not yeah, you know, you know what I mean. This is my perception of things. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like she was just fed up and angry, and then just yeah, said, you know right. what, we're gonna listen to music. And so she bought me those two tapes, and those were like a big deal. I listened to those over and over and over again. And she also would get me from the library, she would rent, but not the library, the video store, she would rent me the video um, concert videos that went with them. Whoa. Yeah, so like, that's so funny, isn't it? You get a VHS, VHS tape, and it's a, concert, a concert video. So it's yeah. like those songs in concert from different concerts, they weren't always like a whole concert. Uh, but anyway, okay. and That's you know, fun. some some they would play some of the music videos in it too.
0: Do you remember the first concert you went to?
1: The very first concert I ever went to was a Debbie Gibson concert. Who's that? Okay. <laughs> so she was, look it up on um, Apple Music while we're talking. So Debbie Gibson was a girl. She was a teenager. And she wrote her own music and played her own instruments. Uh, but she was a pop star from the 80s. Oh, I and guess. I saw her electric youth tour at the USF Sundome, when it was still called the Sundome. Um, in 1989. 1989. So we were living in Florida. And my parents bought the three girls tickets. And see, did you pull her up?
0: Yeah, did you know she just came out with a new album? No, I didn't.
1: But do you see if you go back to the Electric Youth album? Yeah. See the hat she's wearing and the blazer? Right. Okay, so we, I'm sure I can find this picture somewhere, but Nana got hats for us and put pins on them for us. And she put pins on like jean jackets so we could go and look like her. That's really fun. So I was, what year is that? 89. So I was 11, maybe going on 12. So that means yeah. that Auntie Faith was nine, eight or nine. Auntie Rebecca was seven. So we were little. I don't know if they even remember it.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: That was a big deal.
0: Um, huh. Interesting. Uh, what was mm-hmm. I going to say? I forget now. But uh, do you remember there being a separation between um uh, getting did you do you remember going leaning heavier into pop music or or between between pop music or alternative music?
1: Well, when I was what ten twelve, I listened to pop music because that's just what it was. I was in middle school who wants to be different in middle school, yeah, you know. New Kids on the Block was a thing. Um, it wasn't until high school that I got out of real pop music and actually wanted to listen. That's when my, my brother went away to school when I became a freshman. And that's yeah. when, with him being away, missing him, it was a way for us to um, hang out. Well, too, because he always had a girlfriend. So if I ever was going to hang out with him, the girlfriend was always around. <laughs> so yeah. what can you do? Get a listen to music. So like, I remember the first Cranberries album coming out and we listening to that together and really liking it. And it's right. totally different from the second Cranberries album that came out. Right. So when the second one came out, the three of us, my brother and I and his girlfriend, we got the CD from the mall and came home and put it on in the living room and sat and listened to it and talked about it in comparison to the first one so that's yeah. probably I mean I love music I've always loved music but caring I guess about it listening to it uh, more attentively, yeah and having opinions about it comes from I think just wanting to spend time with my brother yeah because when you're a silly freshman girl and your brother's in college, there's not a whole lot you can do together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I remember there being in the house a giant book of CDs. When did that book of CDs start?
1: Oh lordy. High school, probably. Really?
0: But it was it's an amalgamation of your CDs and dad's CDs.
1: Oh. You're probably right. Well, yeah, okay. Well different. well what well well what do you mean start it? They all that the the CDs, the book became a book because I had a gazillion CDs and cases. Oh. And like how do you move those around when we're I'm moving in and out of my parents' house as a teenager, you know, at 18, 19, 20. Yeah. And then yeah, putting them in the car when CD players came in cars, like, now we have to take them with us, right? right. And it just made it a lot easier to keep them, especially when Dad and I um, put our stuff together. And we just had right. a gazillion things, you know, get rid of the doubles. Um, so, I mean, the book really started
0: when I started buying CDs for myself. So, when's that? High school, in high school.
1: So- in high school so after I got a job my, my first job when I was 16 and yeah. I worked before that but like money to spend on a regular basis I was 16 so at 16 I started buying CDs go to the mall on Friday cool. night pick through the CDs yeah and then there was like a cool CD store in Dunedin where daddy and I
0: found the um uh Counting Crows Flying demos that demo CD so yeah. it wasn't part of a show or anything you just found it there? No, we just found it. So like that's oh that's God. something that, that's
1: really sad, right? Is that we don't do that anymore. Yeah. We used to just go to the record store and CD store and just spend time just flipping through everything. You know, it was like there was like Sam Goody or whatever, which was like the right regular record stores that had everything and it was very poppy and mainstream. And then people had independent stores where they would, you know, get in B sides of things. And so you could imports. get other, ver- yeah. Imports, other versions of things. There was also, we had, my brother and I, I don't know who found it. Probably him. He probably found it in college, but we had a, it was called bingo hand dub and it was okay. live Shows, maybe two live shows R.E.M. Billy Bragg anyone else I don't remember but Not they together. they played together somewhat yes oh that's cool and I think maybe it was like R.E.M. was the main I've been looking for this too to get this again and I haven't found it but they were the main act but they were doing a lot of covers and they were so they they didn't want to play as REM they wanted to like do it a little different so they played under the name bingo handjob and I think that Billy Bragg was in and out of it but anyway I think it was two shows at this little club in England so it's not the best recording but so much stuff like them doing Suzanne like a Suzanne Vega song and like covering um Moon River just lots of different things.
0: That's really cool. I wish you could find that. I really wish we I could know. find that, that Counting Crows demo. I, I know. Guess. That was awesome. I know. I You can listen to it on YouTube, but I would like to have it.
1: Yeah, and there's a couple of the cuts on YouTube that aren't the same as that. They are on the that CD. They're different. Oh, At really? least one of them anyway. I didn't
0: notice that. Um. So I'm, I'm only 20, so the only thing I know about music is being a teenager and having a lot of angst. Yeah. Right? And that music's mm-hmm. really good for that. Do you have memories of that?
1: Yeah. Well, I'm a girl, so it's different. But you know how your sister Hope, who is 12, going on 13, is very, I don't know if you've noticed, she's very emotional. And it goes so. from high, high and low. Um, and you need a place to get that out of you. Yeah. And I don't know why, but as a girl, musicals are the way to do that. So I would, I mean, I probably was so obnoxious about it, but I would listen really, really loud in my room when I wanted to be very emotional. I would listen to Phantom of the Opera and Ladies. Yeah. I'm sure that was super annoying. But then like for Angry... Both angry, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Nirvana probably like that kind of music. Pearl yeah. Jam, grungy music. Um, try to think. <sighs> oh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Just anything that I knew was like, you know, anything that has like that sound. that sound that just makes you want
0: to be. Loved. Yeah, I guess so. It's funny, the two things you never got into, it seems like are the best for that, which is hip hop and um punk rock. I think those punk are punk rock. For-
1: I used to lie and say that I like punk rock. I don't
0: Yeah, you said well, your favorite said. band was the dead Kennedys and it, Why would I say that? Heard them? I don't
1: know. Actually when <laughs> why I don't I don't know what's wrong with me. But when I was a kid like a little kid, like I mean you yeah. know Third or fourth grade, I remember telling people that my favorite band was the Moody Blues. (laughs) What? And like, "Nights in White Satin." That's the Moody
0: Blues, right? Yeah, I think so.
1: That's that has to be the only Moody Blues song I know. That's funny. I don't even know where I would have heard that name, but I wanted to be. I guess I just wanted to be interesting. Yeah. 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 And then like. In high school, I started hanging out a little bit with, um, like the skater kids, and they liked that kind of music. So I was like, Yeah, I like the Jed Milkman and I like the Jed Kennedys, but I didn't.
0: Yeah, that's funny. So
1: that was just a cover me trying to be cool and fit in, but I that doesn't work. <laughs> I was not cool, nor did I fit in.
0: Yeah, that's funny. I don't but, know why, but if you're really upset, I think that. Uh, suicidal tendencies is like the best. The I best just have a really hard. You know
1: how I am with noise, right? Extra That's noise. That's why
0: so great because it's so noisy.
1: I can't. It confuses my. It just makes me confused. It's the same. It, it's the same thing with jazz music. Jazz music jazz makes me punch people. It's too many things going on at the same time. I'm not that uh, sophisticated, I guess, be able to handle all that. It's, it's no, I melodic. think
0: I think it's the opposite. I don't. I think punk rock is terrible. It's not good music, but that's I the point. It's bad on purpose. Well, and you notice sometimes punk acts they get less popular the longer they play together because they get too good. Yeah, and people aren't into them anymore.
1: Well, I didn't know that. I don't have any longing to
0: know anything about. That. Yeah, uh,
1: but my art, my art teacher. I mean, is that punk music? What? Um, I'm trying to think of the... He gave me a CD after I graduated. When I graduated, what did he give me? Oh, it was a ska CD, I think. Was it? I don't remember. It was either a punk band or a ska band. And I tried to be interested in it, but... who's yeah. Do.
0: Oh, who's Do. Yeah. Yeah, they're, I mean... I mean, you're going to get a lot of argument about it.
1: I mean, I don't know, but but he gave me a, um, a live album, I think.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. It might have, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I tried to like it, but I didn't. Yeah, Husker Do, The Living End. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he
0: gave me. You bring up, if you bring up Almost any band that's not traditional punk rock and try to say it's punk rock, you're gonna get a lot of argument about it. People will be very upset with you.
1: I don't really especially know
0: what. Especially what's if you talk that. about Green Day and try to say Green Day is punk rock, people will be very
1: upset. Uh-huh. Well, I know that. I know people don't think
0: they're punk rock and they're not. Because they're not. They're. Uh, you, you could say they're pop pop punk or post punk.
1: Well, what would make people think that they're punk? Is it the I think,
0: Message because it's, it's not more, the
1: sound of the music. The sound of the music is too melodic and.
0: I think it's their look. Uh
1: huh. And
0: uh-huh. he cited a lot of punk people as their, as an influence. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Um.
1: But I I did make friends in high school with like, the dirt rocker kids. Yeah. Like metalheads yeah that were not like crazy metal heads metal heads that were more into like they listened to metallica and stuff but we listened to a lot of like led zeppelin stuff like yeah. that so i think that's where again music for me is a way to was always a way to talk to people to get to know people like i always had a lot of guy friends because i could i would sit down and talk to music talk music with them yeah, just as a way, like Good. I want to talk to you, and I, I'm shy, so we would. I, like, I would just would come. Like there was a big tree on the top of a hill at the high school. Yeah, and everyone brought their boom boxes So like I would bring a tape or a CD or something, and say, you know, hey, let's put this in, and then we could start talking. You know? Huh. So but, you, were,
0: it seems like you were more into. The music of the time instead of into like well it seems like at school, like with your brother, you listen to a lot of alternative stuff of the time.
1: And then uh-huh. at school you
0: were listening to Led Zeppelin and, and and Black Sabbath.
1: Not Black Sabbath. No. I never did care for that. I never did care for that. But um Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of different groups of friends and everybody liked different kinds of music. So I just listened to, you know, whatever group I was with. I could have, there was always, I mean, really, besides like punk music, there was always something that I could appreciate.
0: So Yeah, I feel the same way.
1: Well, and hip hop too. I mean, I could listen to it because by like my cousins and some of the friends that lived in our apartment complex. Yeah, um, they all listened to that. So you know, just hanging out at the pool or whatever, and they had it on. But you know, yeah, a I
0: choice. I had a text conversation for about ten minutes about hip hop with Zach Gordon. Yeah, and that was really fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They that was their music, and that's why I. So his sister Sarah is the one I texted when we were in the car that day, and you were listening to. I forget
0: what Bone Thugs probably.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took that. Yeah, took the screenshot and sent it to her because that was like they really listened to
0: it all the time, and they probably still. Yeah, do. I don't know. I got kind of bored of it. It's fun for parties and stuff, but um, I don't listen to it as much anymore. I feel like I get it. Yeah. I did it.
1: Well, yeah, I feel like there's not a lot to get.
0: I mean, with that with that era. No, I guess I mean with all hip hop music i i did oh, yeah. I did really Black Panther like uh that kind of music I did nineties I did gangster rap i did
1: yeah
0: r and b it's all the same agree
1: yeah I just don't have anything to relate to hip hop about i don't
0: well I I guess I, re- I like it it's like um. Especially Little Wayne. It's a, like bragging and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it just gets you really pumped. Like, yeah, I have all this money. It's not true. But <laughs> I have all this money. All the girls like me. <laughs> that's, what I, that's, that's what I like about hip-hop.
1: The other thing I've never liked in music is... Um, would you call it R&B, I guess? like Not boy bands, but like Brian... No, what's his name? Brian McKnight, a person. I don't know. Um, Brian McKnight. Let's look him up and see. Yeah, Brian McKnight. So like a, a, yeah, it's under R&B. So he's a black singer from the 90s. Yeah, I don't like I really don't care for any R&B. I'm not a big R&B person.
0: Well, you get to I, a certain, I, it's, there's a certain kind of R&B that just kind of gross. Yeah. Like where all the music videos are the same. Yeah. Um, but the sound definitely is really nice. I like the sound.
1: I just I don't know, it feels again, I'm in the minority here. These people are very popular. But yeah. It just feels so dramatic and like a put on. Yeah. Especially when like grown-up men are singing like that. I'm like, I
0: don't need to see a van.
1: Or hear a man be so wimpy. I don't know. That's what well, it feels like to me. It's
0: for kids. That's why. I
1: love no, I love rock.
0: It's not for kids.
1: I like. For, I love
0: rock. I think it is. It's for teenagers. Yeah.
1: I don't know. There
0: were adult women that listened to that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I that's mean, because I, I it came remember. out when they were teenagers.
1: I guess is so. You know what I'm it's well, but R and is a thing now. You don't think you no, up to listen to the, the popular R&B of today?
0: I couldn't tell you what it is. Maybe Wait I'm on. wrong.
1: That's just not, I just, I don't know. But again, I'm the minority. Everyone else liked it. Yeah, I guess so. Um,
0: I, guess, um, or I, I guess we should wrap this up. I want to ask you... If you could pick two albums that are mandatory listening in America, what are those two albums?
1: Two albums mandatory listening. Yikes.
0: I guess what I'm saying is every person, you turn 18 years old and they lock you in this room with
1: headphones.
0: And you have to listen to it.
1: Whoa. Okay. You should have warned me about this question. Oh, no. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, honestly, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many. Two albums. Okay, so I think Pink Floyd's The Wall.
0: Yeah, I I said the same thing. I mean, it's one you
1: have to listen to. But, But I say that, and also I don't ever listen to it now. I think there's a time in your life where it's needed. Yeah. You know, I mean, I noticed that you listened to it at the same age that I listened to it. I got into it like heavy into it. I'd heard it before. watched the movie, whatever it was. It was what it was. I liked it, but it wasn't a big deal. But when I lost my brother, I listened to that. Not on nonstop. Yeah. And I guess just because it's so angsty and emotional and huge yeah like well, I, you don't have i don't and i didn't have to like connect to my real feeling i could connect to the emotion and the angst and that i guess cuz that had that i mean those two things don't connect losing someone
0: and that story no you're yeah. right but but it elicits it's the same emotion it's very right. ups- it's very yeah. upsetting i i was very depressed and yeah. I was not, I was really disillusioned with everything, like religion and everything. Yeah. And the wall became very religious for me. It, that's what it felt. Mm-hmm. It felt really important to me. And I listened to it all yeah. over and over and over. And I still really like it. It's great.
1: Yeah, see, I get. I got less and less interested in it. And I guess maybe, I don't
0: know, just growing out of it. Maybe Maybe eventually I'll play it out. It'll be too many times and I'll, I'll stop. I don't know. Yeah.
1: I feel like I just grew over it. Like I don't need to connect to that anymore. That whatever it was giving me, I don't need to connect to that anymore. It served its purpose. Cause yeah. I even put it on sometimes like, Oh, just for memory's sake. And I don't even like, I want to turn it off. I can't get through it.
0: Really? That's. Yeah. To... It's so good. Well,
1: I mean, I don't. Need to, nor should I. I mean, you you can understand this. How deep did you let yourself go with that? Like I let myself get real dark. Yeah. Listening to that, I don't like. Well, why would I get that dark now? It doesn't help oh, yeah. me. that's yes, you're right. It's not gonna help no. me raise my kids, be a good wife. It's not gonna do anything helpful.
0: nowadays days, when I listen to it, I'm not. I'm not too upset. I'm a little bit upset when I listen to it.
1: Yeah, but well, not really. You're only 20, so we, we'll see what like, your relationship with that is like in 10 years.
0: Yeah. So okay, so, that's one. Yeah. Do you have another? You don't have to have another one, but if you do, that'd be cool.
1: Well, I I would say that maybe that Dawson Hollow seat album,
0: that first one. Why? So yeah, you found this. How how did you find this band?
1: A- Alex, it's so. I li- I saw them, I went to that coffee shop in Port Ritchie on a whim, yeah. and they were playing. And I listened to it, and, like, I wasn't paying attention to it at all. But it was a pleasant sound in the background. And I watched yeah. them, and they were interesting. And I was like, okay, this is good.
0: Did they do the thing where he gets on his shoulders?
1: No. It really was not a big, lively show. It was really when they were first started. So then I like, I liked it and I was like, oh, I should remember this. But of course you forget. Then I went back to that coffee place, you know, like a year later and they were playing something on the speakers and I was like, oh, this sounds familiar. So I shazammed it and it was them. And I was like, oh yeah, I do like them. So, you know, when you shazam something, you keep it. Right. And then days later I was like, oh, I should listen to them. And it just grew on me like I just listened to it very surfacy because it's just a pleasant sound. That was it. Yeah. But the more I listened to it, I could hear how deep the lyrics were. Like I could tell these people are smart. They're really thinking about what they're writing. These it's very, very meaningful. I could just tell just when you you know when you can you just get a clip and you're like, ooh. So I just kept hearing those little hooks, little things that just, I was like, oh, they're deep. So then I started to really listen to the lyrics. And then I find that those songs grow. The more you listen to them, they really open That's up. Good. Then you really, I mean, the music is very involved. Yeah. I'm not a musician, so what do I really know? But it sounds very sophisticated to me. Sure. It's a lot, like fiddles. I mean, it's just a lot. And yeah. then... The lyrics are so deep, but they're not daunting. Like it's I don't
0: know, I find it very accessible. But yeah, that's That's deep. the reason that's the reason that I don't like it. And maybe it's the difference in age. I maybe. I don't like it because I find it too I think it's boring. You know, I well, don't listen to bands like that. I listen to bands that are a little I my my I told you this before. The one thing you don't have to do anything for me just be unique and and i'll yeah. like you as a band or a group that's all i want yeah i just don't find them very unique but yeah. i understand they're pretty they are really talented and i they have great shows great showmen They yeah because uh yeah when the guy he gets on his shoulders the their brothers right oh, yeah. they're all related yeah there's a yeah. sister and three brothers
1: yeah
0: is it three brothers and then two of them, Three, one gets on the other guy's shoulders.
1: Four. Four, four uh, brothers.
0: Yeah. Four brothers?
1: Yeah. There's Ben, the guy mm-hmm. who sings. There's the fiddle player,
0: uh, drummer, bassist, and the, basis, and the and drummer. Basis. Oh, I guess you're four. right.
1: So he must get on the bassist's shoulders. Yes. Yeah. Not the drummer, not the fiddler. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that is really cool. And then one time we saw them. And uh, he they fell. That was pretty funny too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They're really they do. They have a great live show. Yeah. Uh, and I really like their like it's hard to go out there and tour and figure out how to get people to pay attention. I'm yeah, there's old, so, many so. I'm like old, people. so I don't know all the things, but the um what is that app that they use? The Patreon? Yeah. I don't know i guess that's a big thing but i think that's brilliant be a patreon subscriber after you see them at a show you're like oh yeah i want to pay i want to follow them and then the shirts that they sell how they pick up thrift store shirts and put their own logos on them so they're one of a kind that's that's brilliant i think right now with everything being so retro putting out cassettes and albums is great because they're not yeah they are things you can get signed you're not going to open them and listen to them necessarily. A CD probably yeah, you might, but a tape or an album maybe not.
0: Am I wrong? Are they signed with Sub Pop?
1: They no, they they were on I think Red 12. Now now I don't know. So Sub Pop is a label, right?
0: Yeah, well, Sub Pop is Fleet Foxes and uh who else?
1: How would we find this out?
0: I I looked it up before. Um
1: it's under folk which is any okay it says red letter records oh but i do believe that they have
0: there's something with another big act i know there, i looked at yeah it up. yeah i don't remember but Maybe. i
1: think they're going to make i think they're going to make their mark they uh, what I really like about them is that they're a Christian band and it's good music. You know, we've had this a- yeah. Christian music is hard. I listen to it because I obligation. know not necessarily out of obligation, but just out of a I recognize that too much non-Christian music because I I really like it and I want to listen to it all the time. Other music. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it's not uplifting. It doesn't, you know, when your days are hard, you need something very real and good to get you through. And so being very emotional is not good. And a lot of music is so emotional. It doesn't put me in a good place. So too much of it, then I start getting like too introspective, all about me. How do I feel? What do I want? Um that doesn't help when you're trying to be part of a family, right? You don't want to just be all about you. Yeah. So anyway, long story short, that doesn't help me. So I have to listen to Christian music to get my head straight. And so right. like worship music is great and I need it. And I really do enjoy my worship music. When I wor- listen to worship and worship, I love it. Then there's the music I go listen to because I want to listen to music and sing with the kids. Right. And I want my kids to not, you know sing about things that and then i have to explain to them or not right yeah so we listen to christian pop which is hard but dawson hollow they're christians and they sing about big christian theology but in a way that's not and it's good music and it's yeah well really well written that you know it's not strictly for like oh you're a christian so you like this music everyone can like their music you know
0: yeah and right. that is the same thing the
1: other reason i really connect
0: I to think, it i think it's less overt than switchfoot is
1: and, I, and switchfoot. Oh, it, it is it is and i think Switchfoot, he loves switchfoot but, yeah um but the other thing i really appreciate about it and i you know is more sentimental to me is that i remember going to my brother's shows when they were getting started and it's a fun vibe to be at a, a show of someone that you want to make it. Yeah. And you're watching everybody else like see them for the first time or, you know, uh, and get excited about them. That's really fun. And also that, you know, when I've conversed with them about their music, they really do want to be hope in a dark place so the world is very dark right now and they want to give people hope and that's the same thing like my brother after shows he would go stand backstage and he would stay out there as long as he needed to because that was he would play the show and love the show and have a ball and like he really did want to do that Mm
0: -hmm. but the
1: big reason was so that he could connect with people
0: yeah um
1: yeah so that's the other reason i really like them they have that same
0: desire that's really cool yeah well uh i guess we should mention they are paying us to advertise their band so go listen to it
1: oh okay, yeah go listen to boston <laughs> hollow they're fantastic you really should i don't think it is disappointed no i don't
0: oh, I, I i don't think they'll be happy i didn't say the most nice things about them <gasps> i said that they were okay
1: I don't know what's going to happen in the next show we go to.
0: I might get beat up.
1: You think I'll hear this? Maybe. You edit that part out.
0: No, it's too late. Oh. Okay. That's okay.
1: it. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>